folks, welcome to another episode of Nature's Radio, the show where I talk to people from all over the wildlife, animal world, fellow co-workers of mine, all that jazz, and also give you education episodes. And today we're having a very special guest. The special guest is actually a co-worker of mine, uh, Andy Gallo. You guys may know him from Animal Cops Phoenix, but also he is a good friend of mine and also a co-worker, as I said, because we are both EAMTs, Emergency Animal Medical Technicians for the Arizona Humane Society, meaning we deal with animal crimes, rescues, animal ambulance calls for domestic and exotic animals, pets, and all the like. And we talk about that today. And you guys, like I said, probably know him from Animal Cops Phoenix, but talking to him today, we dive what it's like being an EAMT today in 2023. Well, 2023. And of course, diving into rescues and what it's like taking on animal crimes and such like that as well, of all sorts of different aspects, to say the least. And some of our favorite rescues that him and I did together. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to wherever you're listening to podcasts, whether it's podbean.com or apple Podcasts, wherever it may be that you're listening and of course i'm on social media at dakota morgan 3 twitter and on instagram at dakota underscore morgan 97 and twitch coderex 97 and if you're watching this on youtube slash listening uh make sure you guys subscribe to there for more content for nature's radio paleo content and all the jazz like that and without further ado though let's dive into my talk with andy and we're rolling cool Alrighty. so andy welcome the Nature's Radio Podcast. Hi. <laughs> and you've already started coughing. Way to go. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a thing happening. Yeah. Pneumonia, not contagious. That's fair. I hope so. Um, yeah, you're here today because I wanted to just kind of get a perspective because we never seem to get any light in any media, anything anymore about EAMTs. Yeah, it's, um, so I'm, I just became supervisor of the department. Yep. And uh, so I'm not on the road as much. Well, it turns out I'm on the road almost as much. Yeah. But I'm not supposed to be. Um, but yeah, we we save countless lives, um, or our drivers do, um, weekly. I mean, we just pulled 300 fish, including like a thousand from before too, including pregnant and I, ones and yeah, stuff. Yeah. You and I personally pulled at least a thousand or more. Yep. From the same house, and we're going back again. And uh, you know, to me, each one of those lives matter. So. Um, and we took what uh, 300 rabbits from another house and um, mm. 150 here and there 100 cats from houses here yeah. and there so yeah we've done a lot we've done yeah. a lot so. so we save we save we save a lot of lives in uh, terrible deplorable conditions all the yeah. time I mean shit yeah. so we so people at home don't know we do we deal with animal cruelty cases we do ambulance calls we do rescues we do everything we can for animals that we can a lot of cat and dogs to say the least so too especially kitten season coming up yeah yeah uh, kitten season's right around the corner kitten season. um parvo season's always kind of upon us and that's always a pain in the butt yeah um but yeah yeah we we kitten season is a true nightmare for us yep. it's constant impounds and generally the kittens we're impounding are not healthy no, no, and so, URIs up the ass and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people don't even think about necessarily calling us, so these kittens can sit out until they pass and whatnot, so it's when the people do call us, we're able to get in and get out, but we've got all these new programs to the facility now that we're able to save more of these little kittens than we used to. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're our, our number of saves is going way up, which is good for us because we feel better about what we're doing, you know? But yeah, with kitten season upon us, and with uh, we got a, what a call today with like thirty gerbils. Yeah, thirty guinea pigs or something pigs. like that. Yeah. yeah, I think there's hamsters and. It's gonna be URI up the butt, but yeah. it's fine. And um, 
And let's just hope the guy continued care. That's it. Yeah. So, well, we should just say there, this is the only job like this. Like, there's animal control, which we're not, but there's also a spoof TV show. Did you hear about that? No. Did you see a trailer? There's a spoof TV show on Fox about animal control now. Really? Yeah. Well, show, I'll show you the trailer once we're done, because it actually looks kind of good. Yeah. I've, there's, I've like, kangaroos and snakes and shit like that. And, really? Yeah, the girl from Show Me, she's like, this is what it's kind of like. I'm like, a lot less kangaroos, but yeah, <laughs> not we, even animal control deals with that. But I would appreciate more kangaroos. Oh, yeah, so would yeah. I. So would I. But, but yeah. That's the thing. I kind of, I kind of live for this job too. Uh, for uh, those, those little moments where yeah. you get a call for a porcupine or yeah. a call for a record. Yeah. We don't get that many exotic calls, to say the least. We don't. We and that's did. our specialty in a sense too. Yeah. Like, compared to a lot of the yeah. other officers who are like big dog cat people, we're the ones that are like, we are going to do everything we can for this parrot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this like parakeet. Yep. This sort of thing. I've actually gone out to pull birds out of trees, which yep. did not work out in my favor. You mentioned about that one. Yeah. Yeah. We, I had, we, we we caught a cat in a tree too. Climbed a two-story building not too yep. long ago, and I climbed. I was up on the roof chasing the cat, and because it was a big single rope, they that really one, worked yeah. out. And then he just hid in the. He just kept going the tree, and then we caught him. I forgot. Yeah, that was a. That was a. Yeah, that was a good one. one. Yeah, yeah. And that climbing up on that roof was extremely sketchy. So good yeah. work on your part. A lot of the drivers wouldn't have been able to pull that off. So that was really good. There's, there's a lot of them. So it, it, this is the only job though like it. Like there yeah, is no, sure. there's nothing else. Like ammo control comes close second. But we're dealing more in the investigation wise. We're dealing more with ambulance, like sick and injured uh, animals. Yeah, I've pulled snakes out of engines. You know, and yeah. not a lot of people will do that. Um, you contact places like Maricopa for the majority of the calls we get, and they turn you down. Yeah. And then you call around and Google and search, and there's nobody really out there. No. You want you want someone to pull a cat out of a tree. Uh, generally, the fire department's a little too busy because they've got numerous, you know, calls that they're running. And uh, that's kind of... Especially these days, yeah. Yeah. We're on Hatcher Road dealing with tweakers again. We can't be doing this. Yeah. Like, and, oh, well, shit. And most of these people have no money. No. So no. They, they want a cat, their cat out of a tree or a cat out of a tree. They can't afford an arborist no. to come out. So we're, we're the ones that'll go out when, when nobody else will. And I wanted to talk to you about that because like, you've been doing a job for... That's why I was like, I figured, well, it's an animal podcast. I might as well bring someone in from work because, you know, you've been doing the job for how many years now? 13. I thought you were like sixteen. So I've been in. I've been here for almost seventeen years. On this, and I've been right? in okay. field for thirteen years. I was on the original Animal Cops Phoenix show, like thirteen or fourteen years ago. Yeah. Fifteen, sixteen years ago. Does that make you feel old? It, no. It's a liar. It's <laughs> a liar. This job keeps you young. And then uh, I was on Heroes of Phoenix, like uh, fourteen years ago. Yeah. And then Animal Cops Phoenix again, like three or four years ago. Yeah. So they, they pop in every once in a while, film their little episodes and their little TV shows. And yeah, it's, it, and it's a thing, yeah. It's, at least, we, well, there was a letter the other day from Britain or something like that. We had that yeah. a couple months ago from, like, I watched the show. And it's, yeah. yeah, it's kind of cool. We still get stuff like that all the time. People yeah. from Africa or people from, like, New Zealand. Like, we get all kinds of things like that. But it, it's, it's an incredibly uh, rewarding job, um, as long as you love animals. Yeah, yeah. You know? And none, yeah. none of us are really people people. No, but then yeah. we end up dealing with people too. Like we All gotta day, deal yeah, with every abusers, day. we yeah. gotta deal with tweakers, we gotta hoarders. deal with hoarders. Oh, yeah. hoarders especially. I wanna make it clear, like there's people don't realize they think they watch the hoarder T V show. It's so common. It's yeah. so common. It's like, common it's, and it's worse than what you're seeing on T V. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It, like if you burn down say you, you got a regular size of Phoenix and you burn down all the hoarder houses, that's a quarter of the thirty percent of the house is gone. Yeah, if if not more, because that's just kind of what we know about. Yeah, that's and, true. And you go into some of these nice, really beautiful neighborhoods um, up off 
you know, uh, I can't even tell you up in Paradise Valley even. Yeah, Scottsdale. I've been in the Scottsdale yeah. ones, Sun City. Yeah. Gorgeous neighborhood, beautiful yeah. three-story houses, and then you go inside. And filled with animal Makes pieces. Makes me so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, you have like, in my house it would be immaculate. You and I would both have like nerd stuff everywhere. Yeah, oh yeah. Immaculate place. My, yeah. I'd have my own uh, DC room. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But oh, even yeah. though my one wife is a Marvel fan. But, but you know uh, what though? It's called yin yang. That's what makes it work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, like um, if it and and like you said with people, we do we do a lot more with people than people think. Yeah. Um, we're not people people generally. We love animals. That's why we do it. But we are helping people almost as much, if not more, than animals mm. because you know these hoarders that don't know what to do. We're pulling them out of this rut. But a hoarder without help is always a hoarder. So we, we pull 60 animals from a hoarder's house. Two years later, we're pulling 60 more animals out of yeah, that hoarder's house. Yeah, unless they get the help from like a family member yeah. or unless it's like a friend or something like that too. Or they die. I mean, you get those ones too. Like, yeah. Or they end up passing because it's like huge levels of ammonia. Like you and I have been into, remember, did you ever go to Ramirez? Yes, I was the first one. You were the first one there? I opened Ramirez. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one was one where like... Yeah, the person went in the hospital. Well, my respirator lasts five minutes, so I wonder why. Yeah, and I, I remember we took in the ammonia reader, and the the, the oh. readings were off the scales. I don't know if anybody knows what the readings are, but anything over, like, 15 is dangerous, and we yep. were in the 30s, yep. 34, so... It, I got sick of shit from that, because yeah. I, I stayed in after, because I wanted to catch that last cat was in there. It was one more cat, and he, we brought in the sledgehammer and everything because he kept running all over the place. He kept hiding, and we just tore it to shreds getting that cat in there. I oh, stayed 10 even minutes. Even the back bedroom? Yep, even the back bedroom where the mattress was white but turned black. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, that's the room that I, I did go in there because I saw a couple cats run in there when I was first, and I turned around. The whole closet was feces. About yeah. A foot too high. Which I've seen the cat litter boxes where they're two feet high of just feces. The cats climbed. I saw them climb once. And they just took a dump on there and then just climbed down the Everest and it just went on their day. Yeah, dude, I was at a hoard house one time where there was a glass jar, big clear glass jar. Mm-hmm. And somehow three cats fit in it. But the cat that was on top was the biggest. And he was literally sealing off the lid to the top. And the two cats on the bottom were like suffocating. Uh, and I was like, get your butt. But when you got that many cats packed into such a small space. Yep. I mean, but for the most part, you are right. Lately, it seems like a lot of the hoarders we're doing passed away. It used to be like a lot of the hoarders we were going to were still alive. Well, if you're elderly, you know, yeah. ammonia levels are going to get to you, or the dogs are going to get to you. You know, they had that one Doberman. That was that was an interesting one. Which one? It was the one Doberman puppy. Didn't you help out with that one? It was really angry, ate half the owner. I don't know that I dealt. I did go to one where the dogs did eat half the owner, hmm. but not... That I and I remember that call because Rob, um, our coordinator, was there first, and the guy's torso was still on the ground, but his upper <laughs> half was completely gone. And it was wallet. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was. It was like seven. He was in his underwear, but his underwear was intact. Um, Good. You know what? I'm glad because you know even in death, you know he'd be embarrassed. You know, you don't want I that would flaunting be around. Yeah. Who knows if he even knows he's dead yet? He might still be there. You never know. It's like clerks. He dies with a heart on. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't bother to ask Rob, but I will tell you that um, when I went the next day, they had removed the torso, mm. and Rob and I were there. We were impounding like six dogs, and while we were there, the uh, FBI or the police showed back up, um, plain clothes. I don't know what department, and they said, "Hey, we never did find the guy's head. Can you guys keep an eye out for that while you're 
loading the dogs, <laughs> and so that so we we deal with oh. we deal with those kind of things. Yep. Quite yep. often. Oh yeah, we work at PD heavily, very heavily. I mean, oh, we're I'm, contracted with them. I've yeah. worked with almost all the departments at this point. I've been on the job a year, and I've even worked with the cops who wear cobblers and weren't allowed to ask about their names. Oh, when Homeland cock- Security and stuff? Uh, yeah, I think so. I didn't ask. All involved was a cockfighting ring and certain gains we won't mention. Oh, uh, was that the one fairly recently? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, one was, that one was an interesting one. I'm like, oh, these guys are wearing balacabas. Are they the cops or are they not the cops? Wasn't <laughs> that the one where there was a shooting in the area too, right? That's why they originally... I thought there was a shooting. No, there might have been or something. Oh, it turned out when we were there, I think you had taken off and we were yep. there and we were talking to them and one of the guys that they were... they taken into custody was wanted for a shooting uh, so it was, okay. it was like I, that's that's kind of how it went but yet yeah. i've gone to calls with homeland security and they will not answer a single question that i ask nope them. nope we nope. made a lot of jokes that's all we had we made you know uh, dan we did a lot of jokes and they, they I remember like that, a lot <laughs> yeah dan told me all about that yeah dan was like yeah you should have seen dakota's face I showed up and now I'm making dick jokes. I'm like, all right, this is gonna be great. Yeah, it was the <laughs> actual. Uh, it was actually the police and the homeland security that was cracking all those jokes. Yep, it was pretty yep. funny. This episode is sponsored by, and this is a quick little ad break here, sponsored by the Comic Chronicle podcast. If you guys are enjoying this episode of Nature's Radio, then you check out my other show, the Comic Chronicle podcast, an episode where I've t- talked to people from all over the comic book industry, such as writers, artists, inkers, actors, writers, directors, all the jazz like that. I've been going on for five years now and also giving you reviews and the news in comics. So if you have want five years worth of interviews and new ones coming out as well, and also get the get the hit on the news of what's going on. Let's get the 411 on what's going on in the comic industry as some kids might say back I guess in the 90s and then of course you know what are the reviews going on for comic stuff recently we take a look at that as well check it out now wherever you listen to podcasts and also Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher and comicchronicle.podbean.com thanks guys and now back to the show so we, so there's that so I mean it just basically is a lot of things we do for animals like we do yep. a lot to say the least we keep mentally sane do the best we can you and I are big comic nerds people mm-hmm. listening know them because they've been listening to the podcast other show I've done for like four years now. Um, shout out to all those fans. And yeah, so uh, honestly, I mean, we could go on and on about it soon time around. Uh, right about like 12 minutes. Uh, go for a few more if it's okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. There's okay. there's always a lot to, to and talk You and I have been, I've, this year alone, like in the past year, like we've done a lot. Like I've, I've done a lot, you've done a lot over the years, but like one year is enough. Do I often said like um, people like oh you should retire like if you ever leave and you should do a podcast where it's just called Animal Crimes and you just talk about all the different cases and you bring people on and once once you're out of the job so you can't get in trouble I'm like that's a good idea I don't know if I can <laughs> yeah well you might be able to I think we talk about a Police lot of the... do it all the time yeah you know we PD co- uh, podcasts are about that like detectives yeah. they just let retired like, old men they're like eh, fuck it well <laughs> even even with you still working here you can do your thing you just can't just I can't name people addresses names yeah. things like yeah, that law and order change sort of thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and of course, if you're investigating somebody and you're talking about their case, but you're not mentioning names or anything, but then they <laughs> little, hear the podcast. A little bit in trouble there. Yeah, yeah, they may, yeah, they may say something. But for the most part, all of our calls are so crazy and so out there and so wild. I went to a house fire with over 600, 700 snakes, and I spent... Sanctuary told me about that one. Yeah. You were out there too, I was, the, I was the opener. I'm the one that went out. Uh, yeah, I the spent... Sanctuary got called out too. They told me about that one once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, um, them, yeah. yeah, I was there when, when he showed up. Yeah, and I will tell you that I gathered up a good 100 plus 
dead snakes off the ground just in the first like 20 minutes of being there. I was just grabbing handfuls yeah. of dead snakes all over the place. It was a rack system, and the first two or three layers of the rack had melted down, so we didn't even see what those snakes were. Yeah, and no way you were going to be able to tell. I mean, no, and that it was smells a, like chicken in there probably. Yeah, but. That was a good 40 or 50 snakes by itself that were melted into the racks yeah. that we never even saw. And we're pulling open these drawers, these rack systems. I believe all, all of them survived, but um, as you're opening them, smoke just pouring oh, out from each one of those. Blood pythons, yep. um, Colombians, um, scaleless, Texas yep. rats. Like, it was insane, but that's that's just, like, one piece of all the many, many, many odd, odd things that we do. I've done an Axel Waddle case before. You have? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Yeah. Involved the pet store. I won't say where. Involved the pet store selling them. You may remember about that one. I do know probably what pet store. Yeah. Yeah. It involved Axel Waddles. So, I mean, everything proved to be okay in the end, so it's fine. Well, I've, I've, I believe I've investigated the same pet store three yep, or four you times. You have. Yeah. Oh, you have. We won't say. But every time it's been not valid. Yeah. So it's been angry customers who aren't getting what they want, so they call in a complaint. Yeah. Which we haven't had in a while. We're due for another one. I'm, I was getting those every month for a, a little when I first got on my own. We did take part in... Sh- kind of shutting down one pet store not that one that one was was a pretty big intense investigation that went on and on yeah but we will investigate anybody nobody's safe no 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 no, yeah like we've done fire we've had what someone interviewed someone from the fire department not too long ago too really yeah involved some tortoises ah that was me yep (laughs) yep Yeah. Did you end, did you go end up go yeah I went to court for that multiple times too I didn't I don't know whatever happened to that one though but I mean I, we ended up shutting it down but yeah. we we ended up with custody and that's all that mattered yes oh yeah so, and so we, yeah. Like, that's the thing too like the two uh, two points there we do go to court like we go to court oh, we fight for yeah. it I've gone to court before people uh, a couple different times they know better than not to put me in front of a camera or anything like that they fucking know uh, yeah. <laughs> so everyone knows I was just in court yesterday you were we were. Um, yeah. So we, we do definitely, we win cases, we lose cases. It just all depends on what the situation may be. You know, abusers, orders. You did win, so that's a plus. Yeah, just uh, thought Everyone that I've been into won. I mean, when you throw a puppy in the ground, you tend, you're going to tend to win that case. But uh, if it, I will be honest, the mm-hmm. ones that frustrate me the most is uh, dogs in a hot car. Yep. Um, if, uh, if we're not the ones that do the seizure, and it's PD that does the seizure and impounds and then drops off at an emergency animal hospital or anything along those lines, we typically lose those because you need a body temp, you need a temp of inside the car, you need a full workup of the dog right away when the dog comes in, you need photographs, but typically PD is there for a different reason and then by the time all that information is taken, the dog's body temperature is dropped, everything looks fine, so I end up going to court and I'm reading off paperwork that says it's a healthy dog. So those ones are a bit rough, And but when we're on scene and we do the taking, the impounding, we take the proper you know, uh, steps, we tend to win those. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's, I mean, you and I, I mean, I prefer doing ambulance calls more than yeah. investigation calls because there's a lot less people and whatever it may be, like balloons, um, sick animals, uh, stab wounds. I've had machete ones once, hit by yeah. cars, uh, stuff like that. But like we do it all and like, people are like, oh, that's insane. But we do it all because we love the animals. Oh and man, we got a machete dog one time. The guy just smacked his dog on top of the head with it, split his head wide open. You could see brains, but the dog was perfectly fine. Yeah. Totally awake, running around, really friendly, yeah, social. And it's it's crazy when that happens. It's just, yeah. it's nuts. But it's also but he got prosecuted to the umpteenth man. That well, dude I wonder, was, yeah, it's yeah. like uh, so the, the jury here. We're uh, the process, uh, this guy's been accused of macheting his dog in the head. Oh, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that's, that's the that's the best part about what we do too, though, is yeah. there are a lot of things that nobody would catch. There are a lot of things that nobody would know what steps to take to prosecute mm-hmm. or to get the person in trouble. So there are a lot of people that can do what they want and get away with it because neighbors don't know what to do. Yep. If we're not called, and then it just kind of gets pushed away, and that person got away with, in my opinion, murder because the animals yeah. are like. But when we get involved, when a neighbor sees something or somebody calls us or PD calls us out to something, we get involved, we're like, we're like uh, pet detectives, we're Ace Ventura in it. We gotta like get all the information, we get all the pictures, we get everything that we need and when that hits court, I mean, how many times have we sent somebody to jail? Quite a, a, a bit, bit check, yeah, yeah, a bit. Yeah, because we, we know what, what information to take when we're there and that's kind of the best part about us being like, um, Contracts with all these different cities because uh, the average police officer wouldn't know what they're looking for. No, not at all. No, but with what we know and all the training we have, we're con- we're uh, certified through Colorado State University as investigators. We take a lot of courses. We actually, uh, so we know what's going on and we're able to. Right. We'll, we'll we'll figure out what you're doing quick. We'll we f- do. We get we the do. evidence and we, we we get it all. We figure out even if you don't answer the door, we know. We, yeah, we get it. Yeah, and we'll keep coming back. Yeah, absolutely. We don't give up. So it, it becomes, it becomes, it became. We're we're good. We're good at what we do, yeah, and we we live for it. Speaking yeah. of, we do work with other people. So we work with the Phoenix, as Humane Society. We work with the Phoenix Herpetological Sanctuary, um, which I've had some people on. Get some other people on too. We've had episode one is crocodiles. So yeah, it makes sense. You heard uh, about that crocodile call the other day. They had a tiger and a crocodile. Oh, yeah, down the road. Yeah. <laughs> Literally down the road. They didn't even call us out for that one. No, um, um, but I will give you this, though. I work with that alligator now. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think he was fed only hot dogs his whole life. His whole life? Yeah. He was still decent shape? Yeah, he's three feet. Oh, so he's still young. Three feet alligator, think. yeah. But, but then they just seized a bunch of other ones, too. And it's um, it's kind of funny that one of the sergeants involved with that, too. I worked with on a case. So I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Uh, what's his name? But he looks like um, Dan Aykroyd. Does he? <laughs> yeah, he does. I love I Dan like, Aykroyd. What? <laughs> Every Dan Aykroyd movie in the world I love. I would just say that right now. He's got I'm good vodka, too. Big Dan Aykroyd fan. I did not know he has vodka. He has a vodka and cigar company. Did you watch the newest uh, You watched the newest Ghostbusters? Yeah, of course. I cried. Yeah, you know they're making a second. Yeah. It's going to be able to stay alive, Dan. But how, um, how beautiful was that when you saw... Dan Aykroyd, like, oh, kind everybody. of answer just, that phone. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. He, that was pretty incredible. Oh. But did you see, what's that Dan Aykroyd movie where he's got the penis for a nose? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, tell me you've seen it. Yeah, I have. I just can't remember the name. It, like, it's because it, it's an older film. Yeah, his nose is a, his nose is a penis. It yeah. is an older film, too. Yeah, you're right. But, um, the long story short, um, Dan Aykroyd's one of the best actors of all time. True. And, uh, <laughs> isn't that wrong? Well, you know, kind of, yeah, yeah. We, well, we could go on about Dan Aykroyd. But the, God, I love that man. He, so, we do a lot of work with them. We do it with the Sanctuary. We do it with, um, Game and Fish. We do with Liberty Wildlife as well for birds. We take animals into them. I've taken them quails that I've rescued before, too. Nothing but trouble. Yeah, which one? That was the name of the movie. Oh, Nothing, Nothing But Trouble? Trouble? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, you mentioned Wild at Heart, Southwest Wildlife, yep. Liberty Wildlife. Yep. We do all the stuff with them. We brought them the things before. We work closely with a lot of people, mm-hmm. so it's not just like a single thing anymore. No, 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 no. We work very close with these people. Yeah. We work um, We work very close with the police. We work very close with um, detectives and different agencies. We um, People don't realize that there's not a lot of us. 
No, there's no, there never is because no. we usually get burned out, which makes sense. But you know, and then we get yeah. tired. We go through people pretty quick. Yeah. Um, where I think we're even still now four people short, and even if we had those four, we're still short. Yeah. Um, but it 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 people can't handle necessarily what we do for extended periods of time because of the stuff we see, yep. and and things like that. So people end up quitting pretty quick. How long? How I've lasted this long, I have no idea. But. Um, you got kids, and you're a big comic book fan, so it helps you out. Yeah, it does yeah. definitely help. But yeah, so and our turnover rate is insane. But with this few, with this the small number of people, we and the number of calls we run, the oddity of the calls we run, the different agencies we work for, and there's there's what five of us a day if we're lucky. Yeah, we're lucky at that. With yeah. like eight, nine cities, I think I can't even remember how many About, cities we're contracted yeah. with, yeah. and those those. Four to five people a day run investigations and calls in all of those cities, so it's it's we we definitely do we definitely earn our keep. It's true. Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna end it there though, just so people kind of get an idea. We're at the twenty minute mark, and I gotta head out for the day. Um, twenty. That's eh, twenty for me. So, you know, Andy, thank you for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Because I I wanted like I really did want. It's like, because I'm going to talk to people. I got doctors on the lineup and whatnot, too. And I have everybody on it. But I'm like, it makes sense that I bring someone in from work. And I'm like, well, let's bring on the guy with the, probably the most experience on the team. Oh, man. You know, I've trained everybody in this department. So that's the thing. Yeah. So that's, that's I've it. even trained my bosses. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's why I wanted to bring you on to kind of like tell people what EAMT is. Emergency medical tech, animal medical technician. And, you know, you see our ambulances out there. You see the TV shows. But kind of get like a little, little intake on it on the podcast. So yeah, good. I'm glad I could help it. We do a lot, and we barely even scrape the surface. Yeah, there's so much. Barely there's even so scrape much. the surface. Yeah. But alrighty. So uh, any final words for people? No. Uh, uh, make sure your dogs have water and shelter, and uh, don't abuse your animal. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find you. We'll kill you. And no we'll, kidding. <laughs> and we'll make sure uh, we'll make sure that you get your due comments. Alrighty. Thank you. Andy. <laughs> and of course, as remember, the day you turn into Frank Castle is the day we're all screwed. And we'll end on there.